Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Pierce, and I'm one of the pastors here at Golden Hills. I oversee the small group ministry and also the recovery department. Today, on Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we'll be in the book of Luke, chapter 19, looking at verses 1 through 10. Very familiar story about a, a man named Zacchaeus who had an encounter with the living God, and he was never the same. Let me go ahead and read these uh, passages for us, and then we'll dive into the text. Verse or 19, verse 1 says, He entered Jericho, that would be Jesus, entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So here we have a man named Zacchaeus. So Jesus is coming through town. He enters Jericho. He's passing through. And I would imagine that Zacchaeus had a pretty bad reputation in this town. Uh, He was not just a tax collector, which was bad enough, but he was a chief tax collector, which means he basically extorted his own people for for the Romans. Um, greedy, probably rich, just lining his pockets, getting wealthy uh, off the backs of his of his own Jewish brothers and sisters. Um, but for some reason, he was seeking to see who Jesus was on this particular day. I wonder why. Maybe he was just more greedy. Because Jesus was very popular, had a big crowd following him, and maybe Zacchaeus thought he could cash in on that. Maybe he was just curious. Um, A lot of stories had been going around about Jesus healing, raising people from the dead. Uh, And he was just like anybody, was very curious, wanted to see who this person was. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, um... He came with a little bit of hope, a hope that possibly God had planted into Zacchaeus, because I believe that long before he climbed that sycamore tree, God was working on Zacchaeus that day. Uh, The scriptures go on to say that because there was so many people on account of the crowd, he couldn't see Jesus because he was small in stature. What an interesting tidbit 
what a what an interesting detail to provide. He was he was short. Obviously, Zacchaeus was a short guy, and it makes you wonder um, that maybe that contributed to how he ended up being a chief tax collector, uh, possibly bullied when he was a kid, maybe rejected, covered in shame, um, constantly made fun of, and maybe an opportunity comes along where he can kind of get even and take a little revenge. He probably felt that controlling other people gave him a sense of power, gave him a sense of control. It's sad to think that uh, revenge is going to ease that kind of pain. So whatever the case, um, he runs on ahead and he climbs up in the sycamore tree because he really wants to see Jesus. Something's going on in Zacchaeus. Something's motivating him. He just really wants to see Jesus. So here's this town um, tax collector with a reputation climbing a tree. You probably don't see that every day, but he climbs this tree uh, in front of everybody because he wants to see Jesus. Uh, Verse 5 says, um, and when Jesus came to that place, he he gets to the tree, he looks up and says to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. You know, there's something about Jesus that attracts sinners, right? So Jesus said to Zacchaeus, he stops the whole entourage and just looks up and says, Zacchaeus, come on down because I must stay at your house today. Now, that was a big deal in this culture to, to come over to somebody's house and to stay there, to have meals there, to, to hang out there, to dwell there, to remain there. Um, that word stay, I must stay at your house today, it, just, it, it, it could mean I've been appointed to come to your house today, to remain in your house today, to dwell with you in your house today. And that's what exactly what Jesus was communicating to, to Zacchaeus. I want to come and be with you. I want to come and dwell with you. So come on down uh, immediately because we're going now. <laughs> we're going there right now today. And as usual in situations like this, when Jesus encounters a sinner publicly, other people start grumbling and muttering And they're having a problem with it. They're having a problem with the fact that Jesus is willing to associate with sinners. And they're really having a problem with the fact that Jesus is going to go over to Zacchaeus' house and to dwell there and to remain there and to stay there. Makes me think um, it's kind of interesting that people generally who don't look at their own sin like to look at your sin. You know what I mean (laughs) by I mean, when you're not in a position in your own spiritual journey where you're aware of your own sin and that you're grumbling and complaining about other sinners, um, it's just another form of being lost, just another form of being in the dark. So Jesus comes to say at Zacchaeus' house in verse 8, something must have happened Obviously, something happened in that house that day. Verse 8 says, And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Wow. Uh, Talk about a conversion. 
So um, Jesus comes to say at Zacchaeus' house right after the encounter in the tree. And I just, uh, it made me think that Zacchaeus really didn't have time to go home and clean up his house, right? Who knows what what that guy's house looked like, right? So in walks Jesus into Zacchaeus' house. And I'm just imagining this, this beautiful house, right, with all of this stuff, this stuff that was basically purchased with money that was not really his. It was money that was stolen, basically, from from his fellow Jews. It was money that was extorted. And he used that money to purchase probably furniture and all these elaborate furnishings and all these other things. And here he's standing there in the middle of all that. Um, And Jesus is standing there in the middle of all that. And you know, the thing about Jesus is he's willing to come over into your heart, into your home, uh, and stay there in the middle of all of that, in the middle of your sin. He wants to. He wants to come over. He wants to dwell. And he wants to stay. And all I can say is being in the presence of the living God in the middle and surrounded by all of your sin, um, you can have an incredible moment of clarity. Amen. And that's what happened to Zacchaeus. He went from seeking Jesus to calling him Lord. Zacchaeus said, Lord, behold, the half of my goods I give to the poor. I mean, he's trying to make it right. He has had an encounter with God. He wants to make amends. Uh, Being in God's presence just creates this brokenness, this conviction. But it's a beautiful conviction. It's not not covered in, in shame and guilt. It's covered in humility. It's what happens when a human being sees the reality of their sin and the reality of who they are and what they've done. But being in the presence of God, it is an it is an intimate, it's convicting, but it's covered in love. And the, the natural thing that, that you would want to do is to make it right. And that uh, Zacchaeus didn't want to give all that stuff back and make it right to to get saved or get right with God. He had God in his home. He he had already been in the presence of God. So his, his brokenness and his humility and his generosity and his willingness to make amends was all the result of being in God's presence. And he was set free that day. He was set free from the bondage of self, self-serving, self-seeking, self-everything. And how about Jesus's? Next statement in verse 9, And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Salvation has come to this house. Jesus came to this house. Salvation came to Zacchaeus. He was chosen for salvation. Zacchaeus didn't just wake up that day and decide to invite Jesus over. No, Jesus initiated that. Jesus was seeking Zacchaeus long before Zacchaeus was seeking Jesus. And salvation came to Zacchaeus' house. 
Because Jesus, the Son of Man, is a seeker and a saver of the lost. Jesus seeks lost souls. Jesus comes in and stays in spite of the sin. And then Jesus saves those souls through the forgiveness of the sin. And those lost souls become new people, grateful, joyful, generous, willing to restore broken relationships, willing to make things right with others because God has already made things right with them. Brothers and sisters, that's what happens when a soul has been saved by the living God, when a person encounters Jesus Christ. They're changed. They're transformed. They're not the same. They're new. And Father, I just want to thank you today for this section of your word. Thank you for sending Jesus to seek and to save the lost and to restore broken relationships, our broken relationship with you. Thank you for forgiving our sins so that we in turn can make it right with others and extend that forgiveness to others. Father, we love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you all, and I'll see you next time. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.